Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Balance and Water. This is your girl Balance, and I'm here with my partner. Water. And we're finally back. How are you? Tired. Tired? Why are you tired? Because I was in LA for the weekend. Ooh. You got money. <laughs> 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 Did you have a good time? What happened? Sounds exciting. Nothing happened. I went to work and I had a little play and that was it. Work? I had a wedding to do. Oh, okay. How was that? Was it busy? Like, was it a big wedding party? Um, so it was, but not because of the bride. There were more groomsmen than there were bridemaids. Huh? So, yeah, you know, so what is things happen along the way? <laughs> so I take that as some bridesmaids got kicked out or they fell off. Yep, things happen along the way. <laughs> I always wonder now when you do these uh, weddings, as far as like getting prepared, as far as hair and everything, are you able mm-hmm. to actually attend the wedding, or like what do you do after you do whatever you need to do? It depends on. It depends on who it is. You know, this is a client of mine that I've had. Um, I've been doing her hair since she was in high school mm-hmm. and she moved to L.A. So, you know, she wanted me to actually attend the wedding also. Mm-hmm. But um, if it's not somebody I know, you know, I go in, do what I got to do. And then I'm out. It depends <laughs> on the amount of time that you hire me for. Some people just hire me just for up to you know, when they have to leave for the reception and some people, I mean, leave for the ceremony and some people keep me until reception. If they have like a second outfit that they're going to wear and they want to change their hair with the outfit or to do touch-ups while they're doing pictures and stuff like that. So it just depends on oh, what okay. you need before. I didn't know that it was a separate booking. I thought you just booked the stylist and you tell them, hey, you need to stay or you can go. I didn't know that. Like, if you wanted them to stay mm-hmm. for the reception, like, you got to actually state that when you book them and everything. It's good to know. For me, it is. I have a form that you have to fill out, and I need to know the time. Oh, professional. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. And it's by the hour. So. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, it. it does it stop after you do the first one? So say if they have like their second attire for the reception. So they have the, you do the hair for the wedding. Is it based, does it run concurrent through the reception? Like that by hour no, that you try? hourly rate starts after I've completed everybody's hair for the actual ceremony. Okay. So you, I, what you pay for the quote is <laughs> a lot, but what you the, the the quote that you get is for all the bridesmaids, whatever, whoever is getting flower girls, mother of the bride, all of that. Mm-hmm. And then once I'm done, I'm officially on the clock. Oh, so the clock and don't then, stop, and then it's an additional if you have me till uh, reception. So 
Oh, I thought yeah. I thought the clock stopped when you don't do it. Like it starts when you start doing hair, and then it stops until you yeah, start yeah, again. Yeah, no. So the your quote that you signed for mm-hmm. that is that is starts when I get there. That's what <laughs> that's what that amount is paid for. But then after my work is done, when I give you your last spray of a uh, hairspray, uh huh, and your chime, then my hourly rate begins. God damn it. So what have you like done? What if I don't need you for like the reception? So everything is just the initial quote. Oh, then it's done. I pack up and I leave. Congratulations to you and the groom. Send me pictures. <laughs> That's it. Goodbye. You've already paid your invoice. Yeah. Mm, all of that stuff. Now, do you require a deposit? Like, um, before, like, I know yeah. I'm pretty sure you, you do a deposit. A deposit. When you, I'm pretty sure you have to do a deposit, like, when you fill out the form the invoice just to make sure they're serious and everything. Yeah. But is it like you an additional the, amount? You pay a deposit mm-hmm. to, get, to get me to leave the salon. You pay a, a deposit, <laughs> and, then, and then I will, and then you pay me in full, right, for the whole bar the party, um, seven days prior to your wedding. Okay. And then you'll get an invoice for my hourly rate after that. God damn it. Yes. Yeah, I mean, look. I, Go I, ahead. Get your coins together. Right. Because I'm, I'm listening. I'm like, shit. So maybe I can do half a, like half an hour <laughs> after. <laughs> we got to speed through the wedding. I um, wouldn't it, do you like that. You look different than <laughs> other people out there. Them other brides, nah. But it's I'm cr- but it's like I, I don't blame you. I wish a lot more people did it like that because it's it's very organized that way because you know what you're paying for. Um, and so many times I've seen in weddings where they did not schedule, you know, the hairstylist to stay, and then before the reception, you know, the bridal party has the pictures before you actually do the reception. And you know, mm-hmm. some things may happen outside. Some yep. some things may happen, and you know, it may be something that can't really be touched up by a regular person, other than a stylist. You know, because you guys know, you know the worst thing is seeing um, a makeup artist come, do the makeup, and leave, and don't leave the girls with anything to touch up. Like now, by the time at the end of the ceremony, they have no lips left. They yeah. are dry. Yeah. <laughs> Like you could have left them a little bit of lip gloss or something to get through. A compliment of at least seven people. So that means seven brides, seven grooms. So you got to account for them walking down the aisle, which is not to a fast song. And then even before when you're waiting, um, the last Mm -hmm. wedding I was in, it was an outside wedding. And so... They were very particular in regards to the song that they wanted co- wanted to come down to, or at least wanted us to come down to. So it was a rather long song. So we had a longer wait, just because they wanted majority of the song to be played. So we kind of had to delay our time when we we're walking down the aisle. I want to say before I I was even going down the aisle, I needed some chapstick or something. <laughs> yep, With- lips dry, <laughs> dry, face done melted. <sighs> Yes. I mean, granted, Callie had good weather, mm-hmm. um, so we didn't have to worry too much about that. But just the nerves and anxiety and all of that of the wedding right. period, yeah. But some people they don't care. This is what you chart. This is what you pay for, and this is all I'm doing, and I'm out. And you and you know makeup. If anybody's ever been in a wedding, makeup usually be starting at a good seven, eight o'clock in the morning. Yes. 
That's the first person who got their makeup done. They so barefaced by the end of the night, like <laughs> everything, everything done wiped off on people's jackets because they done hugged everybody. Their liner done smeared. It's just, right, yeah. and, and for me, like I have my my facial structure. When I smile, I have deep creases. So this mm-hmm. is always a thing yeah, for me. Crazy. The makeup, it always shows those creases because I have a mm-hmm. hard smile. So that is the area that I always need a touch up on just to kind of smooth that out. So mm-hmm. there's no way that I can manage without another makeup style or somebody that knows how to do something with makeup before that reception <laughs> because I won't make it. <laughs> like everything will be good. And then the creases where I smile at, you can see it through the makeup. It's almost yeah. like a crack cake. We don't want that, <laughs> you know? So I, I, I totally understand. Like, I don't even blame you for, you know, prices. Not that I would blame you anyway, but I think it's extremely professional. And I wish more people did it that way. Um, you know, what I've seen before, people try to use those that they know that do st- hair, but they don't, they're not necessarily, like, they don't have a, a salon. And so they just pay a deposit and then they do the hair and then that's it. They do their little spray and I've seen curls fall before we get down. It, it's just, mm-hmm. oh God, that's the worst. The curls that fall when the, people want curls. It's the worst here in Florida because it's like, you're literally like, if I could take your curls out right before you walk down, each person take the pins out, I would because it's right. just so hot. Right. The humidity. And the heat, the humidity, the sun is just going to drop. Right. Hair so fast. So I mean, but there's nothing I can do about it. I mean, I could, I could have you have helmet hair and spray you down. <laughs> who wants that? Who wants helmet hair? I don't, so, but right. it was it was good. Well, that's that cool. Was cool. Did you get to do yeah. anything else outside of like the wedding and working? Were you able to like see the town? Yeah, because yeah, I did. Because I, I got there on Friday. The wedding okay. wasn't until Sunday. Okay. So what part I showed of, up. What part of Cali were you in? Los Angeles. Mm, okay. Did you go see Crenshaw mm-hmm. and Nipsey? No. I mean, I, we drove by Slauson Boulevard, but ain't nobody trying to get out there. It's <laughs> active gang members out there. I'm good. <laughs> I thought I've as long as you don't... I've seen gang members in hoods before. Come on. I'm good. I don't mean this. I, I I'm just, not that person. I don't know what it is about black people <laughs> that when they go out of town, like they have this fantasy or this infatuation with seeing the hood in that town. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. I think for me, at least, like I've seen gang members, but they just when you see Cali gang members, like you see them on movies, and they make them kind of look like really hard and cool. They don't look like the gang members here in Florida. So you just kind of want to I'm just inquisitive like I just want to see if they're really as hard as they show In the movies and stuff <laughs> Like oh Do you oh guys gosh. really like crip walk on the sidewalk Like Are y'all really throwing up the gang signs Like do you really oh wear like the all red chucks With the red shoelaces and the red fitted cap And with the bandana I, ha- Like I purposely did not wear my blue hair to Cali Cause I was like <laughs> I don't need nobody thinking I'm affiliated <laughs> I was a blonde in Cali, okay? I didn't even think about that. (laughs) 
<laughs> I legit was like, nah, I ain't doing it. I don't want nobody to think I'm affiliated with anything. You hear me? We're going neutral in Cali. I don't think, I think I've seen you without blue hair like one time. And the fact that you purposely planned not to wear it. Mm-hmm. That is hilarious. So, are you gonna go back to your blue hair? Yeah, I'm going back to it. I'm definitely going back to it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna write out this blonde to the end of the month, and then next month I'll be back to my normal self because I don't know what this blonde hair is creating. <laughs> so that pretty much proves my point. The gang members in Cali are totally different from ones in Florida. We'll walk past them with red or blue hair and one thing twice. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they, I mean, they're heavy there. I mean, not to say that they're not here, but I, I just, I just didn't want you to think that I was anybody's girlfriend, <laughs> that I was somebody's sister. I just don't, I didn't want any misunderstanding. Okay. I'm here for work and a little bit of fun and I'm going back to my suburbia <laughs> home, okay? So what kind of vehicle did you guys have? Did you rent a car? Like, Yes, I, I was rent, it white? rent an Audi. Was it white or gray? <laughs> no, it was black. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably a color, but I don't, we don't know. Right, it but that, black, as long as it wasn't red or blue, I think you would be not. okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was not, I mean, even down to the clothing that I packed, I just made sure that everything was just going to be neutral because I just don't want to wear anything that has anybody feeling like. This is the first time I've ever heard of you trying to be considerate of what someone else thinks. So, yeah, for my life. <laughs> for my whole life. That is- I'm good. <laughs> That is hilarious. But I did hear that, like, in Cali, you need to wear neutral colors. I've heard that even, like, not even trying to visit. They always said, like, don't wear red, don't wear blue, don't wear anything significant. Like, it's cool to match, but just make sure it's a neutral color, nothing, like, dominant. Even, like, purple, you're not supposed to, you know. I think that's the Mexican, um, right. the Mexican gang got purple. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably just go all white. You know, it's kind of godly anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm glad that you had a good time. That's that's dope. I want to say, I actually had COVID maybe about two weeks ago. In the last week. I didn't even know I had it, though. (laughs) That's the crazy thing about it. I didn't even know I had it. I wasn't fatigued. I wasn't tired. I didn't have any of those symptoms. It wasn't until I lost my smell, my ability to smell, and my ability to taste anything. That's when I realized, obviously, I had COVID, and it just came out of nowhere. I was um, I was working. I had my breakfast. I can taste. I can, well, I don't think I was able to smell, but I just didn't pick up on it um, until the same day that I couldn't taste. Um, and I was working, I had my breakfast and everything, I was good. And then I decided to have lunch, but I had a late lunch because I was super busy. And I want to say around two-ish, two in the afternoon. And so I happened to get like an appetizer from the restaurant and I was looking forward to it because it's going to be heavily seasoned, just bad for you. And I was ready for it. And then when I bit into it, I didn't taste anything. I was like, damn, they didn't season it. (laughs) 
And I was like, okay, whatever. And so I had a salad as well. And so I'm eating a salad and I'm not actually paying attention because I'm working at the same time. And then I realized that I'm just like, I'm eating, but I'm not really eating. I can feel myself chewing, but I can't taste anything. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And so the salad has like balsamic vinaigrette. And that is like a distinct flavor that you can taste. Mm-hmm. There's there's nothing that you can do about that. I couldn't taste it at all. I can only feel that it was cold. So immediately I'm like, oh shit. So I had some pineapple and apples in the water in uh, watermelon in the refrigerator. So I tried the watermelon. I can feel that it was cold, but I couldn't taste the sweetness. I was like, okay, let me try this pineapple. I can taste a little bit of the acidity in it, but I could not taste the flavor of an actual pineapple. And I was like, I don't know. I really have COVID. If I eat this pepper, it's a jalapeno pepper, and I cannot taste it. I put it in my mouth, and I can feel the heat on the roof of my mouth from the pepper, but I could not taste the jalapeno. And then I was like, I can't even smell my food either. Like, I realized now that I couldn't smell it when I brought it in the house. And so Saturday I was cleaning, and I had put some new plug-in scents in the wall. And I was able to smell then. And I realized that I hadn't been able to smell it since Saturday when I put it in. And so I put it up to my nose. Couldn't smell it. Opened a brand new bottle of lotion to smell it. Couldn't smell the scent of it. So I'm looking up like, oh my God. How many things did you need to eat, smell, and taste? I needed confirmation. I needed confirmation. Because it just wasn't adding up to me how I had it that morning. Mm. And that was around like nine-ish when I had breakfast to two something where both of them are gone. I was just like, how could this possibly be? I still worked out, meaning I still went and ran in the morning. I wasn't fatigued. I had no other signs. And so I was like, God, I'm going to have a, uh, a fast death. I really did. Like, I broke down. What? Like, I was, <laughs> after I realized that, I stopped working. I usually don't finish till four. I was like, fuck this. My life is more important. I felt like I was going to decline fast if my scent <laughs> and my smell had gone at that quick. And so I was going around trying to find a rapid test um, at different places. And a lot of places were already um, booked. They already had their appointments for the day. I'm riding, listening to gospel everywhere. I'm listening to songs, getting emotional, thinking, you know, I should have this played at my funeral and whatnot. It, it was. Oh my god! I thought it was over for me. <laughs> oh my, you're so extra. Okay. <laughs> and then I want to say after I got my test the next day, I went and got it. Um, it came back negative, but based on the little things that were happening the week prior, the doctor was like, "Those were definitely signs that you had COVID." But I just didn't think anything of it because they were normal things that happened, you know, prior to COVID. You know, I had a little head cold. At least that's what I thought it was like that Friday and Saturday. But I took NyQuil and DayQuil. It was knocked out by a day. And I know I sleep with my fan on and the AC on super low. So there's nothing for me to get a head cold every blue moon. It's not something I get off and it never lasts that long. So I didn't think anything of it. Um, But other than that, now we're good. You know, I still can't smell. I still can't taste anything. But hopefully that'll be back within this week, maybe next week. I read up on it. They said um, usually two weeks after, you know, you've lost it. Within those two weeks, it usually comes back. And in some cases, it lasts longer, maybe some months. But 
we're going to speak goodwill into the universe. So, so are you even getting hungry? Like, <clears throat> no, <laughs> that's the craziest thing. Like, since I can't smell and I cannot taste anything, I don't have the cravings of food. Um, cause you know, sometimes you will smell something and you're like, Oh, I want to try, I want to eat this or I got a taste for this. So I legit, I don't eat anything until like my stomach starts hurting. You know, like when you get that hunger pain, mm-hmm. um, I just drink water, lemon and lime water all day. Um, and I try to eat things that are high in nutrients and stuff like that, but I do not have the taste for anything. Like even when I get up in the mornings, I don't crave the breakfast I used to crave. So I usually get up at 4.30 in the morning and do my workout and come back home, shower, and I take like a little hour nap before I start working at 7.30. Um, But usually once I'm up, I kind of, I need something to kind of fuel me, whether it's a fruit or something. Now I don't crave anything because I can't smell anything. I can't taste anything. So, I mean, I guess it's a good thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a good thing that you have these mild symptoms. Yeah, I think that is the the best thing about it, that I had mild symptoms, that it wasn't anything severe. Like, I didn't even have a headache or anything. Like, it wasn't anything that was happening consecutively that made me even think that it was COVID. That's the weird thing about it. Um, I did break out in a rash the week prior to me losing my um, taste and scent. And I honestly didn't know that the rash was a a, um, sign of COVID. I just thought maybe I ate something I was allergic to or, um, you know, me being a black person. I immediately thought, like, what the fuck is in my bed? So I being a a black person. I was like, what the fuck is in my bed? I know damn well I don't have bed bugs. Um, so I washed my sheets as soon as like, I saw like these little like red spots on me. Cause I thought it was like a bug bite. I'm like, how did a mosquito get in here? That's the first thing that came to my head. So I washed my sheets immediately. Um, and then I, after that, I didn't think anything of it. And then that was just like on my chest area. And then the next couple of days I started getting these really small bumps on my neck. They weren't red. It was like, if you eat something that you're not supposed to, how your body kind of swells up. And that's what happened around my neck. It was just like little small bumps. I didn't know those were signs of COVID. Mm. Until after I had went to the doctor and stuff. And they were telling me that those were signs of actually having COVID. Because mm. um, I want to say when I saw the little bumps. I, I went to the store. got some Benadryl. And I was like if it doesn't clear up. I'll go to the doctor on Monday. And see exactly what's going on. Maybe the dermatologist. So, yep. That's great. Well, you're alive, and we're grateful for that. Yeah, no funeral to plan. I had all my will and everything updated, so I was. <laughs> <whew>. <laughs> I could not. Don't worry. You were just gonna have to keep the uh, podcast going. Yeah, I'm sure they don't want to just hear me. <laughs> I'm not that interesting. Trust me. <laughs> But I will, I will say this. I'm, I'm glad that I did test negative and it was the end of stage for the doctor um, of my symptoms and me losing my smell and, and taste. Um, that was the end, pretty much the end of stages of me actually having COVID. Um, so I was able to still go to FAMU, Florida a University. I went up there this past weekend, um, you know, their first game because they hadn't played in two years. 
So I was just excited to be in the environment to see how it was going to be. And I actually had a lot of fun. Um, so much fun that I canceled my trip to Atlanta that I was going to take for my birthday. And I'm going to go to their homecoming for my birthday. So I am, I'm extremely excited about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to have a ball. So like my birthday is October 12th, but their homecoming is the 30th, which is like Halloween's. Uh, that weekend, the weekend of the 29th, 30th, and 31st. So I am like getting my shit together. I'm going to be on point. Get out in the people's school. You don't even go there. <laughs> Everybody's going to be there. I've already texted my friends. You don't even go. You don't have no brother or sister there. You ain't got no. <laughs> All the old people, all the people going to be there. And it's the first one in two years, so I know it's going to be fun. Like, so much fun. But I will say, I'm not going to any parties. That's that's out. Because um, oh. I'm terrified of COVID now. I'm not trying to die. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, not, I'm not doing this no taste, no smell stuff. Like, when I was up there, they have so many vendors on the street outside the game. A lot of them cooking. I couldn't smell none of the shit, and I was a little bit dis. Well, I was really disappointed. I couldn't smell yeah, the good food because you, you wanted some food. I wanted it, and it's crazy. Like I wanted it, but I didn't crave it. You wanted it just because you saw it, and you know what it smelled like. I know, I know, and I know it was good because the lines were long. I know it mm-hmm. tasted delicious. Mm-hmm. So I just ended up leaving and going to Whataburger and getting a chicken sandwich. That you didn't get to taste at all. I just ate it because I knew I know I needed something to eat. They're like, "Do you want fries?" No, I don't need fries. Just give me the sandwich. <laughs> I don't need any sauce on it. Just give me the lettuce, tomato, and the chicken. <laughs> so I will say I have been saving money on food because I haven't been really eating anything. Um, so yeah, that that's the catch up with me. But I will say um, These past couple weeks um, On Facebook The PPP stuff has been coming out um, That loan shit from COVID And all that whatnot. So maybe about a few months ago The list came out of people Who actually got the PPP loan As long as as you type in Like the city and all that other stuff right So last week While I was recovering the list came out now where you can report the people. Like, you can report if it's a fraudulent PPP loan. And so, mm-hmm. I happened to... It was already doing that. Huh? It was already doing that. See, I didn't even know it. I guess because I, I, I don't really care enough about what people do. With you, have, you don't know fraudulent people. Right. You know, I, I just don't really care. I don't have the time to actually track down who's been fraudulent, who's not, right? Mm-hmm. So... Um, it started going around and I actually, they actually posted the website to where you can report it and you can find out who's had loans and who can, who's, how many people has reported it. And so I happened to come across it. And so of course now I can be nosy. I might as well be nosy. So I typed in from my hometown and I see all these people that I actually know. And I see like 10 and 15 people reporting them. I'm like, well, they have a high chance of going to jail. <laughs> um, and then I see from the area I went to high school with the person who 
reported you or you can just see that you've been reported? You Well, you can just see how many people reported it. Because I guess it's supposed to be anonymous who reports it. Yeah. Like out of right. good faith, they're doing it out of good faith. So, you know, they remain anonymous and everything. Um, At one point, they were giving out rewards. Right. And so I, I assume that's where a lot of it came from. Because you give me something, I definitely tell on somebody. Um, <laughs> uh, but I, I typed in um, from my the area I went to high school with, which I know a lot of people. Damn them! My, all my Facebook friends are on the goddamn list, and everybody has been reported by at least five people. I'm like, I'm not gonna have nobody on my friends <laughs> list free by 2025. I don't know how in the hell. They uh, maybe they got together, maybe they planned a, a loan party. I don't know how the hell they did this, but what's so crazy is that none of them actually have a business, and none of them even thought to even try to start a business with the money they got. None of them are starting it like none of them are getting money like five thousand, four thousand. They're getting twenty thousand, forty thousand. I see somebody with six figures. So I'm like, you ain't even going to try to play the game and and at least start something. Mm. So after seeing that list, I was like, what would I do if I did get some fraudulent money? (laughs) I was like, I was literally in my bed. Like, what would I do with this money? Would I really do what they're doing? Go to every local party that is, you know, that's being had. Would I take my trips to the Bahamas, um, Tulum? That's where everybody was going uh, where else were they were going? Las Vegas. I was like, would I really do that stuff? Or would I start something? So let me get your opinion. What would you do if you got came across the PPP loan and got fraudulent money? Would you actually use it for something good? I got PPP because I have a real legit business. Well, you're legit. So I did what I was supposed <laughs> to do. And I got my loan forgiven because I did what I was supposed to do. And I had the documents to show. So I don't know what I would do. Now, I I don't want nothing fraudulent. So for me, one thing, I'm afraid of jail. I'm not going to be the girl doing hair in jail. I'm not. You wouldn't? So, no. I think you would get a lot of commissary. like Because people will always be trying to get their hair done. You're like a professional. No, I'm not. I'm not doing hair in jail. I'm not going to jail for any reason <laughs> to have to do hair in jail. Um, I don't know what I would do with fraudulent money because I don't want it. Even if like somehow money just appeared in my account. I'm not touching that shit. That shit's staying right there. I'm not doing it because they coming back. They're going to trace me. They're going to come get me at the salon. It's going to be a day you was getting your hair done. That's and a now lie. I'm being arrested by the feds. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I really... like, you don't have shit to lose? Like, apparently, I guess they didn't fear having shit to lose. Or maybe they, 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 they don't... To lose and you take the money and you, and you fuck it up. You know, I, if, or you could be smart and say this somehow is a blessing. Uh huh. That well, don't I don't want to use God in use that. it to do what I need to do. I know it wasn't God, so let's not say a blessing. Let's just say they came up on money because God ain't telling okay. them to fill out that fraudulent paperwork with their address 
and everything <laughs> on it. But God let it go through. <laughs> That or was the devil. That was the through. devil. I don't know. That Whatever was the devil. The case, you caught an agent that was, or a loan officer that was lazy mm-hmm. that day and didn't care and was letting everybody, you know, just approving everybody. Okay, fine. The thing with the PPP is, is that you still have to show the proof at the end what you did with the money. <laughs> That's, I don't think people understand that. Like, yeah, you can apply for it and they were giving it to you, but you have to pay it back if you don't show the proof. So all of it. Because I feel like, honestly, I feel like it may be a trap. I really do. Oh, I, I feel like it has to be a trap from the government. Like at, at a certain point, they had to be like, you know, <laughs> We're losing all this money. There can't be this many businesses. Everybody, and, and it's crazy because people are just like putting anything down. I got somebody that I know damn well is not going to pick up a hammer and nail with a construction company for a PPP loan. <laughs> you got people. I mean, but there can be that many businesses. They don't know. They can't. You know, to state to state, they may know the database of who's actual legit registered right. business. Right. But. And, th- um, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like they just, because all these loans are going through and they're coming so back this quick. Is what ha- this is what happened. Cause I have a client who's actually a supervisor for SBA and this uh-huh. was her, um, like this was her department, right? Mm-hmm. There was this crazy, you know, influx of people applying for mm-hmm. the, these loans. Right. Mm-hmm. And so from the first PPP, right. not the second one, they, they, they got smart, the second one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because, and, I, and I'll tell you how they got smart. So the, so it, the first one, they would just, she said she literally had like something like 12 million applications. Jeez. And they had to get these applications completed. Right. So... She, I mean, she was to the point where she was like, you know anybody looking for a job? Because we need, we need people, law processors. Right. So she was telling her staff, like, if it doesn't, because, you know, there's certain protocol. If it doesn't look too bad, just go ahead and approve it. Right. And which I figured they were going to do it that way. And then we'll go back and audit if need be. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that's why how it was so easy, because when I tell you how simple it was to get that first PPP, like it literally asked you maybe eh, 12 questions. Mm -hmm. Are you a felon? You know, like how many employees do you have? How much money did you make in 2019? Like there was no verification. Right. You could put your social security number in. You didn't have to put an actual EIN number or a business tax number. Like it was so simple. And at the end of the the application, it was like, what's your routing number? What's your, um, your bank account number? And that was it. (laughs) It was so simple. Like when I tell you, no, I no identification verification, <laughs> no social security number for your your business. No, it was the simplest shit. 
just put the number. You could have put any amount in. Right. That you made. And then they based it off of, if you said you made $100,000 last year, then they based the percentage of they're giving you off of whatever you said your revenue was. Right. When that second round of PPP came around, though, <laughs> that motherfucker started asking more questions. <laughs> they started asking more questions. They were like, we're going to do a... Um, we're going to do a verification through the IRS. It was like all this stuff. It was still, so it went from maybe 12 questions to maybe 25 questions, <laughs> but it was still some like simple shit. Right. And it was easy. Anybody could really just, you know, fill that out and, and pray that they got it. Right. And I tell you, like, as soon as it was approved, it was in your account the next day the next day right no questions asked you just drop the money in there just like that <laughs> so pretty much so pretty much because I, I figured that's what happened initially because when everybody you know with COVID it was a lot of people that just happened to not really lose it but they were on hold and these businesses need to pay these employees because everybody's in a situation so i figured mm-hmm. it was going to be so many that they had to just give it to them and they'll go back and look at it later but right now we just got to make sure everybody's okay right but so pretty much the first round that's just that's just chuck that up to the game that second round i think that's when things started getting you know a little bit deep when everybody started catching on how easy it was and them getting yeah, released. That's when people started hiring people to do the paperwork right. for them so that mm-hmm. they could get it. Right. And that's why I say I feel like it was a setup because yes, a lot of people that have businesses, but ain't all these goddamn businesses. I ain't never seen all these long damn services. Yeah, but you can't say that's a setup. The government was trying to help small businesses before they crash, right? Right. Your dumb ass looked at it like, oh, I'm going to try to capitalize on this and try to get (laughs) something. That's not a setup. No, I'm saying like the proof. A setup is them bait cards that they put out in the middle of the street (laughs) looking for somebody to try to steal it. No, I'm talking about the approval is a setup. Like, yeah, we're going to make you think that you got it, you done it, you scot-free. We got something for you. That's what I really feel like once they started approving it for the second and the third wave, it was like a setup. Like, yeah, we know people Yeah, scamming. but still, you have to read, like, other issues people don't read, right? So, right. when it kept saying, in order to be forgiven, because people would be like, oh, did you get the, did you get the free money? I'm like, There's, there is no free money. <laughs> what are you talking about? Nothing is fucking free. What are you talking about? They were like, this is the PP. I said, that is not free money. That that money only gets forgiven after you um you fill out your, your paperwork to show that you used it for payroll like you were supposed to. <laughs> so people don't even know what the fuck PPP means. <laughs> we just sing in the damn letters and don't even <laughs> <laughs> payroll protection program like you don't even know what it means and if you knew what it means meant then it would have been it would be so much easier for you to get away with it because all you had to do was showing that you were paying yourself every week out of that money and you're and you're clear so so how are they gonna do now because everybody that i've seen on this damn list that i know personally 
They all said they're sole proprietor, right? They only have themselves. They don't have any real employees. So would they, in order for them to get that forgiven, they would have to say, would they have to like pretty much scheme and say they're bi-weekly payments? If I, if I was a scammer, mm-hmm. okay, what, would, what I would have had to do was created myself a business. I'm a sole proprietor, okay? Right. <sighs> Register my business with the state. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> First... Um, well, with the first one, yeah, definitely. You could have did it after. Right. Because the second one, they asked you what was your revenue for two, tw- tw- 2020. Right. You would have had to show that you were making some kind of like, I don't care what, you could have been selling paper clips. Mm-hmm. You could have just act like you were selling paper clips and pay yourself out of that PPP money. So literally signing a check and putting payroll, payroll from Sunday, this was payroll from Sunday to a Saturday. And every week, every two weeks, however you want to pay yourself. At the end of this, they're going to ask you, how much money of it did you use for payroll? Let me see your payroll, how you paid yourself, and all that. And then it would be forgiven. Right. But if you don't even know what the acronym stands for, <laughs> how are you supposed to do it? How are you supposed to clear yourself? <laughs> And then, so after the whole thing was like, you would still have to, like, you would still have to pay the interest, even though they forgave the loan, whatever the interest was left on the loan, you would have to pay that. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing that ever came out to being free. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it may, especially now if you're fraudulent and you have nothing to show, you are paying the government back their money. <laughs> you, so if you get a tax return every year... That ain't coming to you no more. I don't think they're going to put people in jail because there's just too many people that they would have to put in jail. I was going to say, they're going to have to start building jails like they're building schools because, I mean, everybody <laughs> and their damn mama is on everybody the list. Everybody would be in there. But they'll just start taking stuff from you. They'll put a lien on your house. Jesus. They're about to take that car. They're going to put a lien on They're going to take anything. If you're getting a tax return, you ain't going to get that no more. They probably going to... Um... They're probably going to do that, the tax return situation, and they're probably going to make it where it's almost like any other loan that you have where you have to make monthly payments or however it goes. Yeah, you're going to have to pay them monthly, definitely, at whatever their um their rate is going to be. If you, um, they'll probably put a lien on all your bank accounts. Mm. So whatever is in there, they're going to snatch that shit up. <laughs> They gonna take everything. They gonna do you like how um, IRS do you when you owe them money. So in essence, I can see them all going back because majority of them were already broke before, like living paycheck to paycheck. So now you have this other. If you, yeah, if you were getting any kind of um assistance, mm. they may they may take that away from you. You may not be getting your food stamps no more or, or whatever assistance. You know. That's the thing is you put all of that in jeopardy for what? Right. For, for what looked easy and free now. They really thought it was free. And that's why it's so crazy. Like, I know they were all like, we got free money now. We finna come up. But it's just like, even if that quote unquote happened to be free and there was no repercussions, nobody has really advanced from it. From what I've saw. Nobody has used it for any good. They haven't even used even a portion of it. 
to say, I'm going to try to do something right with this. Maybe pay down some credit. Maybe get me more reliable card besides a 1992 Corolla. Um, maybe for a house. Like, they legit use this stuff for vacations. Mm-hmm. A fashion, like 20 Fashion Nova outfits. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what's, that's what's wild about it. I'm like, if mm-hmm. I was ever to get some type of money like this, I don't think I would do what they were doing. Now, of course, I may take... Five ten, you know, and have a little fun with that, whatever I may want to buy. But that's about it. Like, but I guess that's because I ha- actually have a real job where I make decent money and I can I can do all these things that they're just now able to do with this PPP loan stuff. Right. So I, I guess that's why for me it was like, ah, uh, you know, I, I don't think I would do what they're doing. But I legit seen an influx of people I know ain't got no money or no good job taking trips they shouldn't be taking. I seen the right, flights for Houston. You feeling a kind of way like I was. I'm like, am I wrong for not being fraudulent? <laughs> am I wrong for not being fraudulent? <laughs> like, should I use this? But the thing is, you just don't never know when it's gonna backfire on you. That that that's the issue, right? And I, like, me personally, I'm, I'm you, you may be the one that ends up getting. I'm gonna be the one. I was always the person where when I hit, got my lit back in school, I was the one that got in trouble. I'm not taking my chances now. You know, only thing they did back then was talk to me, maybe take me to the principal's office, but I was cool with everybody. Now, I don't want nobody picking me up in front of everybody. Because that's what's going to happen. It's going to be the worst mm-hmm. situation. I'm going to be out with my friends, out in public, having a good time. And you're going to see them men with the all black on and them little cuffs and the bulletproof vests on that say FBI and they're going to rain on my parade. They sure are. And they ain't going to let me walk out just normal like we having a talk. No, they're going to put no. me in handcuffs. The, the, the car they're in is probably going to say PPP. <laughs> PPP Wrangler. It's going to say PPP Wrangler. Operation PPP. <laughs> <laughs> pissed off like when I get really right. mad I can't you know things get really shaky for me and I start shaking and I turn red so I think that's a disability too but I just don't understand how they get they, 
okay. Let me, let me. God's telling me to be patient. It's going to come for me at some point, I guess. Listen, I say, I say what I've been on the straight and narrow all my life. But if he don't get rid of these student loans and if he forgive <laughs> these PPPs, you're going to see my name on that list. So either he going he gonna to forgive my loans or I'm going to use his loan to forgive myself. <laughs> <laughs> Your choice, Biden. Y'all figure it out. And what's crazy is like, you could technically do that. And I would. If you did get the PPP, pay yourself weekly, use that money, and pay off your student loans. That's exactly what I would do. Since you don't want to, if you want me to pay. your payroll, they can't tell you what to do with it. Right. I'm not, like, matter of fact, I'm paying it off in one lump sum, and I'm going to have money to spare. (laughs) So I'm going to treat myself for accomplishing to pay off everything. (laughs) <laughs> so now either you figure it out or I'll figure it out for you Kamala right. or Kamala however you want to say it y'all figure it out before I, I figure it out myself Mm-mm. I want a Bentley too so, uh, uh, you don't want a Bentley <laughs> trust me the, the maintenance on a Bentley is not even worth having I would be able to afford it but as soon as as soon as it tear up you can have it back <laughs> I don't want it anymore right. <laughs> I'm ready to trade it in you want something else What? no I, I just don't want this anymore you can have it I all don't want this. <laughs> I don't want this <laughs> I'm gonna go and head over here to uh to Toyota. That's where I'm gonna right. Kia still doing that. Buy one, get one. <laughs> That's where I'm going. <laughs> That's where I'm going. Kia did the buy one, get one. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you come up with the PPP. You I gonna get you? They all got it figured out. That's all I'm saying. I really hope they got it figured out. I hope they arrest every last one of their asses. <laughs> That's what I hope happens. Arrest every last one of them fraudulent criminals. I don't think they're gonna get arrested. Get if the- it wasn't that many people, then I'd be like, yeah, they they about to get arrested. But they they should make them they should make them register not take them to jail but you know do the loan situation where they got to pay it back and make them register as a as a felon like a white collar crime because that's what it is oh maybe not a felon but a um oh they register as a felon but it need to just say everywhere you go as soon as they put pull your name up just be like fraud <laughs> it start ringing like just a uh... embarrass them every time fraud. <laughs> And then they put what type of fraud? PPP loan. PPP fraud. <laughs> so every time they go for a job, because I guarantee if I had a business and people come and they apply for a job and I run them and it says PPP fraud, you ain't in charge of no books in here. You're not in t- you're not touching no, no money. You can't even be on the register. You no. can't do nothing. You going back there with the with the manual labor. That's what you do. Yes, absolutely. But that's what they should do. If you can't take them to jail, make them register as a felon. And make them pay it back. That I think that'll suffice outside of jail. Because, I mean, yeah, jail takes away time. But essentially, it's the aftermath of trying to pick up things after as a felon. Yeah. That's the that's the biggest issue. So, I think I will be okay with that, Biden. That is a, a, a great solution. I'm glad I came up with that. So, yes, <laughs> that's what I want now. 
forget taking them to jail. It's that, that big F because you'll lose a lot of jobs with that F on there. And I done seen some nurses on that list too. <laughs> now, how the nurses get in PPP and they ass was getting hazard pay. So you were getting double your salary, sometimes triple your salary, and you still went and got PPP? That's you, just yeah, you, that's just you being definitely greedy. need to, to be on somebody something. Yeah. I, I want to go to Paris too. I want to take a month and go Ooh. vacation overseas too. And get me a new house, just like y'all. So, yes. Matter of fact, the more I'm thinking about it, I'm finna go report people myself now. Something's got to give. Just let God take care of me. God is working a little bit slow, and I know I'm supposed to let him handle it, but, you know, maybe I need to just speed this up a little bit. He's working too slow. Maybe I just need to speed this up a little. So, I'm glad that we would do the right thing if we were to be frauds. We would be good frauds. I would. All right. I'm, I, I would not get myself caught up. You hear me? <laughs> not going to jail. <laughs> I refuse. To go to jail. To go to jail. I can't. I just can't. <laughs> All right. Not today. I'm going to jail. It's gonna be something good, okay? Well, what good would you consider good? Th- something good. Be defending myself. It has to be some good shit. Not, not no money. <laughs> no money. That, that's like that's the jail. Uh, Martha Stewart go to, huh? Yeah, the white collar. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. This is like a white collar crime. It's not even one where you going where they got the dirty so that's, stuff. That jail is different. That's not like. County pop. Yeah, they get they get like internet, they get computers, yeah. they get the they good get, shit. They get a there. whole degree. Right, like so no, I don't want them to go to jail. I want them to have the big F at the end. <laughs> like when you have a master's degree, you have the MD if you you know, and all that stuff behind your name. Yeah. Whatever whatever their name is, an F. Felon. Felon. <laughs> Put it on they drive. They gotta register and they gotta get updated driver's license, all that. Oh gosh. Mm. So. Yes. Okay. Where can they find us? Yes. Yeah, so you guys. Not can, in jail. <laughs> yeah, not in jail. Um, but you can find us on Instagram at Balance and Water. Both of our personal pages will be down below. Um, you can also listen to us. Tell a friend to tell a friend. We're on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. If you have any Apple products, iPhone, iPads, um, and I, SoundCloud. Yes, SoundCloud as well. Yeah. So we appreciate you guys listening this week. Um, thank you guys for being patient with us. And stay tuned for our next episode. Bye. Bye.